Gotham Fanatics. This is an entry in the Diary of Doom. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, I'm still Dylan, and uh, join me as I talk about uh, a weekend from about a month or so ago as of uh, when this, whenever this episode comes out. Um, I'm not sure when it will come out, but it'll come out soon enough uh, so that it's relevant. And I'm, uh, I just went to Desert Fest in New York. Uh, it was the third edition. And I'm going to talk about it like I talked about it uh, last year's edition. And I've got August West, old returning guest from the show, many, many, many episodes. Um, I think last episode before we called it uh, kind of went on like hiatus with this and possibly another guest. So let's see if this works. Hello. Hello. Well, it, hey, it oh. sounds amazing now. We, we switched phones. Now we're on Boo's phone. Ah, oh, okay. Sweet. That'll do it. Joining us also for this Desert Fest recap that I promise will go by quickly. Also returning guest, Vader Boris from the band Deja Glue and maybe something else at this point. And uh, your your partner. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey. uh, Boo is actually uh, going to be playing synth at the uh, Deja Gravy uh, anniversary show. Deja so, Gravy. Uh, De not Deja Glue. That's you. That's me. <laughs> yeah, all, all of their songs are about sniffing glue. Yeah. So. Is it right there in your name? Deja Gravy. <laughs> yeah. And I fucked it up. Um, right, bad post. <laughs> it's been a while since we've all been in this uh, chat together we did an episode some i think like two years ago maybe three years ago at this point where we just talked about a bunch of albums yeah that's um, right that was it had to be like 18 19 no i think it was 2020 i think it was right after we got together actually oh really yeah I, oh, remember, okay. I remember you recorded that oh okay cool yeah i don't yeah because i don't think we were actually like uh communicating until 2020 uh and uh you know given the circumstances all we had was the ability to talk uh, at long distance to our friends. So, um, and we're doing that again, not because uh, we have to, but because we want to. That's right. Just uh, quickly, this will be a kind of a short episode recap of when I went to uh, Desert Fest New York 2023 edition uh, pretty recently. That ran from Thursday, September 14th through Sunday. Sunday. That ran through Thursday, September 14th through Saturday, September 16th. Did y'all have any questions about uh, the fest initially? I'm happy to answer them. I, I did photograph it again. Uh, I did photograph last year's, and I just simply attended the first year's edition in 2019. Uh, oh. It was held at the Knockdown Center again for the main part and St. Vitus Bar for the pre-party, <coughs> I think they were calling it. I have a question for you. Okay, what is that question? I guess it would be who was uh, the surprise band of this year, the band that you went in not knowing that ended up knocking your socks off, if there was such a band. I think the band that I liked the most at last year's was probably Stinking Lizavetta. But so this year, I mean, the band that I was most hyped to see was Godflesh. And oh. Godflesh absolutely delivered. Like, just fucking incredible set. Just Annihilation. Bit. yeah it was it was yeah. i mean it was it was very difficult to photograph because it was a very like smoke heavy set you know oh, yeah. kind of like fog. sun a lot of fog yeah. and just like these like just didn't you know they just like didn't sound like any of the bands that played at the festival <laughs> at all like even the bands that were within the same genre kind of speak you know sort of speaking you could be like mm -hmm. all right I, I see it they're just like such in another 
fucking like caliber, but like they were just so fucking good. One color set for the lights, like you barely could see. Yeah, yeah. Godflesh <laughs> just completely stole the show. I, I think. I think they were the highlight. The rest of the bands that were like playing on the main stage on Sunday were Boris and the Melvins. Nice. But I I did sneak out and go to see Graf Warlock at St. Vitus uh, oh, on nice. that, that day. And it was an incredible show. That band fucking is amazing. So we uh we saw Melvins and Boris on Tuesday. Yeah. And, uh, oh, you, then you can talk about Melvins and Boris. <laughs> I mean, we we can talk about Melvins and Boris. I mean, we went to three shows in the past week. Uh, the previous Monday was Mr. Bungle and Battles. I saw. Uh, I went to the New York stop <laughs> here. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, Tuesday was Melvins and Boris. The day after, we saw the OCs, and in two days, right. we're seeing dive yeah oh all right a little bit of everything <laughs> yeah um try it <laughs> and, I'm, and i'm assuming that melvin's and boris were probably pretty good oh <laughs> absolutely yeah. it was my, i know that you've seen them like oh. a, a well not boris but Melvin. yeah this is my first boris show and my 12th melvin show so <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> I, used to, uh, I, love I used to see it. the Melvins a lot when I was younger. I haven't before this year. I haven't seen the Melvins in probably four or five years. It's been a minute. Um, yeah, I mean, plus like a lot of it was like um, pressed together. Like they did a residency in New York City, so that was two shows together. I saw them twice on the Light Tour just because they were going for the world record. Um, but, oh yeah. yeah. When they did the fifty states or whatever, fifty. Yeah. Were we just talking about that today? Yeah. Yep. yeah. Did they like did they play Hawaii and Alaska on that tour? I think so, yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's a whole documentary about it. It's only like an hour long, but uh it's it was pretty cool. I mean, plus, <laughs> I know. can't imagine that there's that many Melvin's fans in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. It yeah. I mean, it depends if they live in the volcano or not. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. certain Melvins is like molten man music, you know. Yeah. That is true. They do Gluey at times sound like, like a melty dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not, you know, lo- was, oh God, the sleep song, the, the hot lava man or whatever, but close. Oh. They'd be on the same playlist. Yeah, maybe on the same yeah. playlist, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's fitting that they went on tour. I mean, Boris took their name from a Melvin song, yep. right? I'm sure they toured before, probably. I feel like they did, I, yeah. I feel like since touring has started again, I feel like we are seeing just a lot of the same tours. And I feel like it's just because bands are like, we know these tours will draw crowds. So we're not going to like be too like fucking crazy with them. So that's probably, you know, that's why you're seeing like Goat Horror touring again with I Hate God. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was about to fly out for Desert Fest. I was like, yes, you were. You were going to. I was so close, simply because one band. That being Color Haze. Color Haze. I'm a huge Color Haze fan. I fucking love that band. I've been loving that band for ever, like since the '90s, late '90s. I've been I've been into that band, uh, and they never play here. This that was like they played way way back in the day at this, like it was kind of like a proto. It was a lot of heavy bands, right? Like stoner and sludge bands. It was in Ohio. I believe it was called like Emissions oh, from the Monolith Festival or yeah, that something sounds like correct. that. I'm looking it up right now. Uh, okay, th- okay. Thank the riff for Riffpedia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those dudes, they, they all have jobs, you know? Uh, and yeah. 
so they they play you know they they play a lot of shows over in europe you know they do like you know small tours like a lot of like four and five show tours you know all around europe but they like never ever ever come here so it's it was really special that you got to see them and that's i'm really jealous <laughs> so oh man where, where are they from Germany. They're from Germany. I actually uh, didn't realize yeah. that uh, their bass player is not the the one that I yeah, saw he, is not the guy. He left yeah. in 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah that was a uh, Philip. Yeah, Philip was the he was the original bass player. They were an original, the original all original members up until 2020. It's hard to keep that going. Keep all the original members. Yeah. <laughs> it is. There's very few bands can do it. I think Clutch does it very nicely. Clutch does it and like. Yeah. Uh, ZZ it. Top. Yeah, that's like about it, right? Top. Yeah. You know, well, now you're going into classic rock bands. You know, it's like right, but it after, took one uh, of them dying. You know, like that's pretty. You know, yeah. Uh, like it was like Rush. Like Neil Peart had to die, and then they're like, "We're done." Yeah. 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 Uh, I can't find it, but I want to say you're probably uh correct. It was. It one was of called those... like yeah. It, it was yeah. way before. It was like when there was only like 25 stoner bands. exactly it was was, yeah it was before like the all day you know festival full of like buzz bands like became a thing now there's like this heavy psych sounds like thing coming up where it's like between new york and baltimore and i'm like yeah they got ripple Ripple fest Fest in texas muddy roots muddy roots is is expanding no they'll do like anything i mean that lineup this year was fucking all over the place (laughs) <laughs> i don't even i didn't even look at it actually i don't even know it it's, it's like pretty soon, crazy right? they had like, like uh they had like mexican metal bands i think and then you have oh like that one with the metal. was it that one that i sent you the video of the guy the aztec guy was, and he cuts out the guitar <laughs> but that was fucking wild <laughs> yo it was way over the top it was sick tribal mexican metal Nice. Yeah, they 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 had a guy come out with a full on Aztec gear with the mask and the pheasant tail feathers, you know, the whole thing. And uh, the guy come come out and he was beating up this uh, like you know like a slave guy or whatever. And then he put him over a like uh, a. <laughs> I'm assuming they might have like, well, they might have like an altar or something when they play like local shows. I'm sure they have a whole stage set up. But it was they were doing a festival, right? So it was a short set and they had to do it real quick. So they 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 laid out the guy on top of a, a road case. Okay, <laughs> like, cut his heart out. And oh the dude, he holds it up, and it's the blood, and he's eating it. It's great. Yeah, it's amazing. Is he yeah. on Tali Ma? <laughs> no, like no, very, no, 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 no. Like, yeah, but yeah, it was that same thing. Yeah, very Kali Ma. Yeah, very, very. Kali Kali Ma. Ma. Yeah, that did not happen at Desert Fest in oh, New York City. I see. Um, <laughs> but I, I can attest That's to August. A festival if there's no one eating a heart on stage. <laughs> Fucking color color haze. Just like grab a guy and just like rip his fucking heart out. They're just like, they're going to eat your heart now. (laughs) (laughs) Select the sacrifice. They just select the sacrifice every show. But yeah, that Thursday was probably the day I liked the most. I mean, I did not get there in time to see the first band, which uh, is like a local band called Sonic Taboo. So sorry, I didn't get to see you. Uh, but I did get to see Duel from Texas, and they're just like pretty good riff rock. Like I, that's for what they are. I think they are one of those bands that just like they're good at the thing that they do. Guys, good voice. I like them. Lopan played after them. I'm a big fan of Lopan. I think they fucking rock. And this was probably their best set. Their drummer had cancer and 
it seems that he's gotten over it. So it was good to see them fucking kicking ass and, and him kicking oh, nice. ass. And then Color Haze was fucking amazing. Like they were so fucking good. Just that's sick. They were great both days. Obviously, like the second day was great too. Like they were not like they were fantastic, but it was hard to beat like being at St. Vitus Bar and Color Haze was playing and it was like a packed show, but nobody was, you know, being rowdy because it's not that kind mm-hmm. of a performance. But like ah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. They were good. It sounded good in there. They were fucking awesome. great. They were definite like they were probably like an easy second after God Clash for me. <laughs> I, I missed Vitus. I haven't been there since uh maybe twenty twenty. Yeah, fuck. And then pandemic happened and then we moved to Massachusetts. So <laughs> I haven't been to St. Vitus. It's been a busy couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have a, a a quick story that happened outside of St. Vitus Bar that I think you all will find pretty funny maybe you saw it on my instagram i think august did but i'm gonna relay it here because it was pretty funny i'm waiting for a lift back to my apartment and this dude comes up to me and uh remarks about my riding easy records sabbath worship shirt which if you don't know what it looks like they have a couple versions of it but it's basically like a like a retro soccer jersey or retro soccer t-shirt style with the with the stripes on the short sleeve i think v-neck and it's got like the the stripes on the kind of towards the end of the sleeve kind of look, you know, with big text. It just says Sabbath worship in it because I like black Sabbath. And I thought that would be a good shirt to get. That wasn't just another black Sabbath shirt. And I can like wear it to work. And, you know, I'm all, I'm all about being able to wear band shirts to work. You know what I mean? <laughs> so this dude comes up to me and he, he looks at it and, and I, I guess it's important to note that he was, wasted um <laughs> that seems like a very important detail and he looks at my shirt and he goes what is that sabbath worship is that a band it looks like a sports team what is that what uh, sabbath worship what it's a band i don't what is this tell me what it is and i look over because i noticed some some motion and uh, uh august will know who i'm talking about here uh kind of our uh mutual friend our gavin and he uh he's pointing like he's pointing inwards and he's mouthing look at his shirt and i look down and this guy's wearing a black sabbath (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt that's amazing dude like (laughs) your your shirt and he's like yeah but what is that i'm like it it's the genre of music we like (laughs) we like you were just at the show you were just where they played that kind of music what do you is it not common knowledge that everybody that listens to this kind of music should know fucking started with Black Sabbath? Isn't that like a thing? Like, shouldn't you know? Do you know anybody that listens to stoner music or like heavy doom music like that doesn't know who Black Sabbath is or know what I mean, their I mean, contribution again, to the genre is? Because that's again, a little... he was wasted. And as, yeah. like, as soon as... And it was funny because, like, another dude that I know, like, sauntered into the conversation and was just like, what the fuck is going on? And <laughs> and and the drunk guy did the did the drunk guy thing where they go, hey, you know what? You guys are great. <laughs> you know, and like, oh. they just. <laughs> I was... will comment to answer August's question. I think everybody who likes Doom 
understands Sabbath, but I don't think everybody who likes Sabbath understands Doom, if that makes any sense. Ooh, good point. You know, like, yes, like, there yes, are Sabbath yes. Bands that know the greatest hits, you know, there's not knocking mm -hmm. them. That's cool. I'm not trying to be gatekeepy or anything, but you know, like, mm -hmm. then you say, like, there's a whole genre that, that Black Sabbath inspired, and they're like, yeah, heavy metal. That's like, no, like, we could be a little more specific than that, than just saying mm -hmm. heavy metal. And, you know, mm -hmm. some people get it, and some people, you know, some people, all, like, they'll, like, actually, probably enough, when we were at Staples, you know, to get the flyers for the oh, anniversary yes. show, yeah. the guy was, like, what type of music do you make? And I'm like, uh, like, how do I, like, explain to someone, like, I play stoner metal? And I was like, do you know Black Sabbath? And he's like, yeah, I'm like, do you know the song Black Sabbath? And he's like, yeah, I'm like, it's a, that's, like, our genre, it's, like, slow and heavy. And he's like, oh, cool, right on. And, like, you know. I was able to communicate that, but sometimes, you know, you say Black Sabbath, they might not know the title song. It's like, yeah, you know, it's kind of like paranoid, I guess, but slower. I don't know. Um <laughs> but this is also a guy I've seen at like numerous shows. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, really? Oh, no, I like I've seen him at shows. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, you should know what you're talking about. You're just absolutely like blitzed you out of your just mind. Super wasted, dude. Oh, so wasted. Yeah, there's no way. It... He, he <laughs> likes Black Sabbath, not Black Sabbath, guys. Come on. <laughs> so anyway, that was that was pretty funny. So uh, yeah, next day uh, I took Friday off and went to the Knockdown Center. A whole section of the lineup was just trad slash crash metal bands like that's like just sort of like very like kind of sleaze rock bands oh okay you know? but like i did like a few of the bands in there you know like i like castle rat quite a bit because they play kind of like standard doom but there's a show with it they like there's like a sexy rat lady that comes out she's got like a big rat head <laughs> and there's like a sword fight and i was like, wondering what a, that was all about what was that band? Dude, castle rat and there's like a dude in like castle a rat. uh like a plague doctor mask, you know, and they're all like, I like it because there's like a little show. <laughs> it's fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, so I saw Valley of the Sun, Spellbook, Grave Bathers, uh, Thousand Mods played, which was the, the funny thing about their set. And I didn't see this for any other bands that played that weekend, but like apparently they're like, amps and cabs were not weighed down or tied down they had people standing behind the cabs like holding them in place and i'm right. like jesus christ like <laughs> that's like the uh cabs? there's famous uh pictures of uh is it hendrix or grand funk railroad you guys know what i'm talking about of the do of like the, the the guys back there holding up the cabs back in the day it's like a you oh. know I think it's like that a was, super. Yeah, I think that was Hendrix. Hendrix, yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. That's anyway, that was just very. Funny. <laughs> I Remember like how um, had, had to hold the drum set once? I sat an entire set on the floor holding a bass drum with the ride symbol above my head, and someone was playing it, and I just sat there the whole time. I was I was the drum stand for a show. <laughs> you were the drum kit. It was it was cool. I uh, had to do that for for Matt at a show up there. Oh, did at you? a Quimby gig one time. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god. Funny. But yeah, uh, great job. But someone's got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, the rest of the bands were uh, Windhand, who stepped Ooh. in for the Truck Fighters, Color Haze again, R.I.P., which I think was a band that Vader and I talked about on our show, fucking like in 2020 or 21, whatever we did our, our episode. What? Do you remember that at all? Uh, which bands? R.I.P.? I think so, yes. 
they're from Portland. They're again, kind of like a, I think they call themselves street doom, whatever that is. Yeah. Uh, the, guy, like, <laughs> okay. the guy, like his mic stand is in like a, a scythe and it was not working for like the whole first song, which was kind of unfortunate uh-huh. for them. Um, and monster magnet was the headliner. So that was kind of cool to see monster magnet. Cause they're from Jersey. Oh, you no. got me fired. You got those stories got me all fired up on, on old monster magnet. And I went through like two days of just blasting dokes to infinity in my car. And space. The Lord. They opened up with a Hawkwind yeah. cover, which was cool. Windorf kept like walking back and I'm like, why is he like leaning over? I thought he was like, look, the dude is not young. Like he's getting up there for sure. <laughs> he was looking kind of tired. Like about the time that I, I left a little early. Cause I just didn't want to deal with the like, you know, mass exodus of people and cars and, you know, getting lifts back home. I was like, why is he like walking? I didn't realize that he was walking in the back to fuck around with like a pedal or sound thing. He was like fucking around with like the noise and the, and the reverb. And I thought he was going over there and like, I don't know, throwing up or something. <laughs> like I, I couldn't tell, but he was, he, he was fine. I mean, they were fun. Like I enjoyed them. Like I enjoy some Monster Magnet. They're not like my favorite band, but I know some people like really go hard for them. I actually had a really funny encounter with him. I just talked about it with my friends uh, on another podcast. I went to go see, uh, well, Sarah and I went to go see Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats when they were on that tour with Graveyard, where they were co-headlining. And Uncle Acid played before Graveyard, which was like weird, but also good because we like left early and I wasn't home super late. (laughs) But I went out to the lobby and I saw a friend of mine that I knew from like college radio days and we were chatting. And then Dave Windorf walks over and he's like, hey, what's up, man? And he's like, hey, how's it going? Whatever. He's like, hey, this is my friend Dylan. He's like, Dylan, I know you. And I said, no, you don't. And he goes, yeah, I do. I know you. Who are you? who are you? I've seen you somewhere before. And I'm like, this is real. I'm like, I'm, I was a little intimidated. So I was like, no, you, I don't know you. I've never met you before. I swear. This is the first time we've ever met each other. He's like, dude, you got, you got one of those faces. I go, I know it was so wacky. That's That's right. Uh, so then the next day, uh, was, uh, Saturday. It was a four day festival last year. They did it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And like, I was fucking exhausted after that. I was exhausted after this, but I was happy they did it Thursday to Saturday because chilling on Sunday was nice. Can I just uh, give a little Dave Windorf uh, anecdote here, actually? Because it oh, was yeah, just totally. reminded Absolutely. me of something. It Absolutely. reminded me of it. And I swear to you, it's, uh, it's actually really funny now that I think about it. But like, I remember way, way back in the day, right? Way before any stone around, way before I even heard of like sleep or not way before, but like I was about to hear of like sleep and, and all the Caius and all that. I didn't even hear Caius, but I'd heard of Monster Magnet, right? And I was into Clutch and uh, I was into like a lot of metal and grind stuff. But then I like heard Clutch and I was like, oh shit, like this band fucking rules. But my friend that got me into Clutch, he was like, he's like, you ever heard Monster Magnet? They only had out Tab and uh, uh, Spine of God. That was it. I don't think Dopes to Infinity had even came out yet. And uh, he was like, I remember him telling me he was like, "Yeah, he's like their singer Dave, like he's all fucked up. You're like people send him pills in the mail, and he just takes them. He doesn't even know what they are. He just takes <laughs> them." And I remember like that freaked me the fuck out as a kid. I was like, "Oh fuck!" I was like, "That dude's hardcore." <laughs> I don't even know if it's true or not. I swear to you, I don't even think it's probably not even true. Oh god, yeah. dude. Actually, on the note of Monster Magnet, I discovered them because. 
I don't even know if he's still there anymore, but I used to practice at a rehearsal space and I believe it was Red Bank. Yeah, Red Bank Red rehearsal. Bank. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Red Bank rehearsal. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, the, I guess the guy that worked there was from Monster Magnet. I yeah. think. Um, yeah, yeah. If I didn't know who he was, I would just get high with him in the parking lot. <laughs> like, yeah, awesome. They're like, yeah, he's in the band Monster Magnet. And I'm like, that's cool. Who's that? Like, I had no fucking clue. And then, like, I got into them. And by the time I got into them, I was out of that band that I wasn't rehearsing there anymore. But it was uh, just, like, some guy, like, you know, that's the guy I was paying when I was done with band practice. Like, you know, here's the money mm-hmm. for having mm-hmm. us. Um, I don't know. Just it was, it was, a. Uh, that's how I discovered them funny enough. Cause I would, you know, I was like, who's this guy? Like I'm a monster who a magnet monster. Is that like, is that like mighty max? Is that like pocket monsters? Is that, uh... what, I mean, they are literally named after that toy. Like it is a toy. Uh... Named oh, is it? I didn't know that. Yeah. Monster magnet was like a, a toy. I think it was like a, I think it was like a, a thing you like mounted on your bike or something. Like it was just like a monster and it had like a grip, like a claw <laughs> or something. And you like stuck it on and they called it mon- or some shit like that. I don't know. Maybe it was like a keychain. Oh, I see it. Yeah. Well, now, like, two of the dudes that are in Atomic Bitchwax are in Monster Magnet. I think all three of them may have been in Monster Magnet at one point, but I don't think the I don't think the bass player. I think the bass player is different now. I don't think it's the dude from Atomic Bitchwax, but the drummer and the guitar player from Bitchwax are in Monster Magnet. So I've seen the Atomic yeah, the- Bitchwax so many times. <laughs> they just like they always jump on tours because they're just like they're right here. Yeah, <laughs> like back up. Back then, it was in the back then. Uh, there was uh, the guy who works at the rehearsal studio. If I'm not mistaken, there was two brothers that were it, the original uh, in the original band. It was him and and uh, his brother, and he was one of the brothers worked at the studio when you know I think they played on the first two or three albums, but then they okay. eventually left. But when they left, I know they started a band called the Ribeye Brothers. Oh, and the Ribeye Brothers is pretty badass. It's like some really crazy original music, and you, Vader, you probably like just check it out. I'll try anything once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I like don't know if there were any brothers involved, but uh, really, well, I'm gonna. I thought so they like, were brothers, so but it may have been members, because of the Ribeye Brothers. It, it like maybe I thought they were brothers because they started like a band a, called the Ribeye like Brothers. Ramones, I don't know, it was maybe. like a Ramones thing, like where yeah. they just had. I mean, yeah. like a Ramones thing, you know. Yeah, we're all we're all Ramones here. Um, Former members of the band of uh, Monster Mag include John McBain, who was lead guitar and bass. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Tim Cronin, Tom Diello, Ed Mundell, who was lead guitar for a long time. I don't know what he's up to now. Joe Calandra, John Kleiman, Jim Baglino. He was in the band for a while too. So was Joe Kleiman, uh, Michael Wildwood, and Chris Kosnick, who played bass in the. Like the most Jersey last names on the fucking planet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah all of them. Know, that's all so. Of them. It's so yeah. Jersey. It's so fucking yep. Jersey. Oh yeah. Yep, all of them. Every single one. I pictured them all as you said their names. I was like, I, I, I never even seen any of them. Literally, <laughs> a restaurant uh, in Bloomfield called Calandras, like from as. Oh, as a- <laughs> <laughs> enough about monster magnet um no shade to monster magnet uh no i love saturday, i love it especially on saturday stuff. at the knockdown center uh i saw clouds taste satanic which was cool because they are notably one of the first bands i ever interviewed even before uh diary of doom yeah they're uh awesome. mixed jaguar who's like a local 
again, New York kind of rock band, sort of like a New York Dolls kind of vibe. Right. White Hills, great band, really like them. Mantar played on the main stage. They opened it up, fucking killed it. That band rocks. Conan fucking killed it. That band fucking rocks. Mondo Generator played outside, uh, which was oh my god, kind of cool. <laughs> it's just just to say you saw Nick Oliveri. I yeah exactly. Dorothea Cottrell from uh, Windhand did a solo set. Fucking killed it. She has an amazing voice. That sure. was really fucking cool. I like that. I mean, I like Windhand, obviously. But like I've seen Windhand a bunch of times. So seeing her do solo was new and cool. Like she's amazing. She's fucking yeah. Both both of those albums I really enjoy. Yeah, the new one's fucking her, great her too. Solo, yeah. uh, obviously, I talked about Godflesh already. And yeah, I mean, that was like after that, I had it, I, I left for the, the evening, so I didn't see the rest of it. But I mean, for what I was there for, like, I had a really good time overall. You know, the sound was generally pretty good. Um, you know, Knockdown Center got a new sound system, but I think overall it sounded really nice in the main room. I, I think definitely like Saturday was the day more for me. I see your pup back there. Yeah, he's going, he's going to bed. He's like, I'm oh, done with this. I'm out of here. Oh, be over I here if you need to take me. a moment and watch this. Oh, there he goes. There he goes. Boop. He's done. He's licking balls. Licking balls. That's it. Yeah, cover that up. No one wants to see that. But yeah, I mean, I have a good time. <laughs> you know, I'll I'll be interested to see who they get next year. I would like to see, personally speaking, just like you know, I I think part of the issue is just who is available on tour, you know, and like, oh, yeah. so it's like, everyone's on tour now, you know what I mean? And like, everyone's mm. getting on tour as soon as they can. So you're, it's why you're seeing like, like elder rolled through town last year. And then they rolled through town again this year. And I saw them both times. Cause they had like, you know, I wanted to see them through the hatchet and dreadnought. And then they brought fucking resin out with them. So I was like, I got to go see them both times, you know, and everybody's just out and about. I hope next year they can secure some like some cool like I would like to see some more shit like Primitive Man would be cool, Crowbar would be cool, I Hate God, like so, you know some shit like that stuff mm. that they've had at like the European versions of the festival because they're fucking huh? uh their London one is like you see yeah, the lineup thing like it's, wow. it's yeah. nuts like it's yeah, nuts. nuts I'm sure even the lower tier bands are really and fucking cool. Last year there was it was nuts too. Or was it last year when they had like shellac and stuff playing? Yeah, I mean like shellac. Like, what? Like I would like to see like Yob next year. That would be very cool. You know, like I don't. I, I would like to not see repeat bands from the first year. That's just me. Right on. Uh, like one or two oddballs. You don't need a lot. You just you know like Left Lane Cruiser played last year. That was weird, but like people were into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're they're a good band. Yeah, I, I think they need to do that. What was that? Look at Smash Mouth next year. A Smash Mouth yeah. cover band? Yeah, exactly. People throwing bread at them and shit. That'd be amazing. What the, what's it called? Uh, I was about to say Power Man. It's not it. Um, uh, Mondo, Mondo Generator. I gotta tell you, man, the first time I saw them, only time I saw them, just because I thought it was funny, uh, they were opening for Clutch, and they played around here at a place called Croc Rock Cafe that no longer exists. I don't know if August remembers that, that shithole. I've heard of it. I've never been there, though. No, they're, they're closed permanently. They fucked up. Um, but it was a cool venue, man, unfortunately. Like, it was a small venue that you could see some cool bands at. And uh, Clutch was playing there, as I mentioned. This was right around the Earth Rocker time. Like, they were, they introduced Earth Rocker that night, and the album hadn't even been recorded yet. But I remember Mondo Generator was the opener, 
And I was like, that's so weird, because, like, I thought Nick was still in trouble, you know? And sure enough, Mondo J. Rare comes out, and Nick's got a big old fucking house arrest bracelet on. (laughs) 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 And I tried to get a picture of it, but this is, like, God, before, like, smartphones got really smart. But, like, I just remember... Watching, I watched a whole Mondo Generator set, and I was distracted by his uh, his house arrest bracelet that was blinking the whole time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's funny. Get away with this. One of my biggest regrets from like that era, <coughs> and I was in college at the time, was like I had an opportunity to go see uh, Caius Lives, but I wasn't really in, super into Caius yet. Like I didn't really like. I think I had listened to like one Caius album, and it just didn't really like connect with me on the level of like go see this band like now because you're not going to be able to see anything like this for years after the fact you know like the of closest course. i've seen to caius was when garcia played last year and he did like you know bulk of the set was caius songs that's awesome so yeah i saw that caius lives i saw it was at the trocadero trocadero show in sick so that was uh that was desert fest 2023 we'll see what happens next year this is Diary of Doom. You can find it everywhere. Uh, I'm not doing the social media. Follow it on Instagram and all that bullshit. <laughs> Jumping back in here for Vader to do some personal plugs here uh, because we were going to do uh, an interview, but there was a little bit of a miscommunication, but we still want Vader to uh, have the opportunity to talk about uh, his band. We should actually maybe do an episode where we have you watch a, one of these movies and talk about it because... I know oh. you enjoy yourself some horror movies. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, definitely. Um, but Vader, take it away. Uh, October 7th, Backroom Studios, Rockaway, New Jersey. My band's, our, you know, I guess our band, because you're in it now. Uh, Deja Gravy is celebrating 10 years. Um, this is our first show with the Synth Player, so I'm very excited. Um, our singer, Kevin Goon, <laughs> will be traveling from North Carolina for it. And uh, it's going to be a quick show because I know people nowadays have short attention spans. Um, there's only two openers. One's an acoustic. One's a two-person band. And then we're going to do our thing. And it's going to be a live album. It's going to be, uh, we're recording it. Because we don't have, the only recordings we have with the singer are he literally took previously recorded songs and just added vocals. So this would be cool that we're actually doing it like live, you know. As uh, Tucker Carlson said, "Fuck it, we'll do it live." Um, so. I don't think Tucker Carlson said that. That was good. No, that was, it was the angry guy from Fox News. Oh, that was oh. Uh, Bill O'Reilly. It was, uh, I'm sorry, I got the wrong wife beater. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's all of them at Fox News, as far as I'm concerned. They're all the same. Yeah, the pretty person. much. But uh, yes, yeah, so, I mean, that's about it. I mean, is it, um, Dana Johan and Please Exist will be there. We'll be there. Yeah. And uh, it's only a whopping ten dollars, and there's going to be screen prints, I think. Yeah. So if you like collecting oh, cool. crap, we have crap to sell you. Excellent. I, I might, love crap. I might take one of them craps. All right. No, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. Let me know. Uh, <laughs> what's it called? I forget how many we ordered, but we ordered a, a bunch. Yes. So. Um, and printed by the guitarist of Sunrod. That convex printer. Oh, right Shout out the Chris. Oh, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shout outs to Chris. Chris yeah, is the best. Chris has done Chris. every single Deja Gravy shirt we've ever done. Chris has printed. So, of course, when it came time to do a screen print, he was the first person I contacted. And he said, of course. Um, so, Chris um, Chris did my first uh, T-shirt run, which he did himself and knocked out of the park. And I still have a lot of them. And that's no fault of his own. <laughs> but he did a great which, job. He's awesome. Which one was that? The legalized recreational riff shirt. Oh, I have one of those. Yeah. 
So nah, yeah. yeah, now I have Great two. Shirt. All connected. <laughs> no, you have one of his shirts. He didn't do the other one. He didn't do the burrito mellow ones. I said, no, I will have two. Oh wait, no, oh, he's doing a poster. Have... That's right, he's doing a poster. Yeah. Screen print. Yeah, it'd be kind of hard to wear. You know, we could figure. Something. Like just you could just tape it on and be like, it's my shirt. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not <laughs> staple it. Just staple. It. <laughs> yeah, do like the Indiana Jones. Staple it to yourself. Yeah, and, um, anywhere. At the OCs the other night, I was gonna put a sign on my back because um, I'm very desperate for people to hang out with, um, not hang out with, the uh, the jam with in Massachusetts. So I was gonna get a piece of paper that's just like bassist who needs bands, and I was gonna put my QR code on the back. So even if someone oh. showed it, my talk right then and there, they can at least scan the QR code and like message me later. <laughs> like listen to your music, David. That's a good idea. All right, thank you. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like. The- you know, they don't even have to engage with me. They're going to scan, listen yeah. to my band playing, and then decide if they want to actually jam with me or not. Um, yeah. But I ended up not doing that because I was just distracted about getting to see the OCs. Yes. Um, but by the time we got to the show, I realized, and I was like, oh, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't put my, my, my QR code on my back. <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> I forgot my stickers at home. It was like, it was not. It was not yeah. yeah, we have stickers with QR codes that I illustrated. Yeah. And we oh, keep right and I'm needing to bring them places, and then we get to the place, and it's like, oh, we forgot the stickers that we tag. It's fine. We never forget the weed, but we always forget the stickers. Mm-hmm. Priorities. There's a, there's there's yeah. something meaning in that. Well, check that out if you can. Highly oh. recommend. Uh, Dude, if I was around, I would totally go. Oh, oh yeah. thank you. Oh, well, we might do it again next year. Who knows? We'll but see. You should really come oh. to check Gravy's um debut as a funeral doom yeah we're officially funeral yeah. doom now because we have a synth player nice <laughs> well, that was the, the, wor- fo- the world needs more funeral doom yeah you well, need that- a fog machine and all that too and we we intended to be funeral doom from the beginning 10 years ago when we first started we intended to be funeral doom and we either couldn't find a keyboardist or when we did they wanted to be Keith Emerson, you know? They wanted to, like, literally... And this that's not a desk because I'm a huge GLP fan. They were so fucking bored. They're like, what do you mean you want me to hold two notes? I'm like, I literally want you to hold two notes. And, like... But, you know, when we were starting to prepare for the 10-year anniversary show, I was just, you know, in the car with Boo, and I'm like, you know, it would be perfect if we could find a synth player. And Boo was like, you know, I play keys, right? And it's like, oh, well, let's go buy you a synthesizer. <laughs> Can you hold this key down and then this key down and do each one for like 10 minutes? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, literally, like, I'm ready to go full, like, John Carpenter and just go to, like... Have you ever seen... Uh, have you seen Carpenter live? Oh, yeah. There's yeah, I mean... One he... hand playing synth, the other hand like this. <laughs> Yep, and then like everybody else doing all of the other music. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then he just fully disappears for like two or three songs. Oh gosh. Yeah, that's uh, who that gives me flashbacks. To, oh no, I'm also thinking about George Clinton. The one the, the times I saw Parliament Funkadelic, like they played for two and a half hours, but George Clinton's on stage for fifteen minutes. <laughs> like they'll just come out occasionally and do backup vocals on a song, and then he dips out again. <laughs> the band keeps playing. And he comes. Not the road shade, guy. I love George Clinton, but I remember like numerous times throughout the set, being like, "Where'd he go? Like the band's so where he go?" He, he used to he used to have a drug problem. Uh, well, I think <laughs> remarkably, I've heard by all accounts, he's no longer smoking crack. Oh, that's so, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that's it's a couple of years now. He'd been uh, clean. Good for- 
Yeah. Well, if crack. I mean. Yeah, sometimes, you know, you try crack once for like three years. It just happens sometimes. (laughs) 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 Oh, thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad you approved of my terrible sense of humor. have any kind of like a uh, microphone or anything uh that you can hook into it um not that i'm aware of see i'm in new jersey i'm at my parents house i'm not even at our apartment oh well th- i mean that's just such a problem <laughs> <laughs> you're in new jersey <laughs> <sighs>